Welcome to C3 Church The Bukit. We believe Jesus Christ gives life to the full, and we are called to live it and share it. We pray you enjoy this message today. All right, so we've launched this year on purpose with this theme every day with Jesus. Kita mulai tahun ini dengan series yang namanya Setiap Hari Bersama Dengan Yesus because we believe as we focus on Jesus, put him as our first priority, then everything else in life gets impacted for the better. Ketika kita menaruh Yesus di prioritas kita, maka semua di dalam kehidupan kita akan terimpact. And as part of this t- taking time every day to spend in prayer and reading the Bible, ketika kita mengambil waktu setiap hari untuk berdoa dan juga membaca Alkitab, we want to take time to hear the voice of God. Kita juga mau mengambil waktu untuk mendengarkan suara Tuhan. That's a pretty amazing thought, isn't it? That God wants to speak to you. Pemikiran yang bagus, bukan? Tuhan mau berbicara kepada kita. Like He's waiting. He's like, oh, Elizabeth just waking up. Dia menunggu. Oh, Elizabeth baru aja bangun. She's a bit tired. She's sleeping her eyes. Isn't... Dia agak capek. But I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting to speak to my beautiful daughter Elizabeth. Tapi saya lagi menunggu untuk berbicara dengan anak saya Elizabeth. Can you can you think about that? Like Franz. Oh man, there's Franz. It's at the end of the day. He's going to have a moment of prayer before he goes to sleep. I can't wait. I can't wait to speak to Franz. Oh, ada Franz di akhir hari. Dia mau berbicara kepada kita. Did you know God's like that? Bukankah Tuhan seperti itu? God wants to speak to you. Tuhan mau berbicara kepada kita. And as people of God, as followers of Jesus, we want to be positioning ourselves to hear His voice. Sebagai pengikut Tuhan, kita mau memposisikan diri kita untuk mendengarkan suara Tuhan. And we want to learn what His voice sounds like. Dan kita mau men- belajar bagaimana suara Tuhan sepertinya. Because we know there's lots of voices going on in our world at the moment, isn't there? Karena banyak hal, suara yang kita dengarkan setiap harinya di dalam kehidupan kita. Lots of opinion. Banyak opinion. And we want to be able to discern which is God's voice, what's God's telling us and speaking Kita mau mengetahui dengan jelas. Apa yang mau Tuhan berikan dan katakan kepada kita? And so we're going to start today's message in a passage of scripture in John chapter 10. Kita mau baca di ayat uh, di Yohanes pasal 10. So if you have your Bible, please turn to John chapter 10. Jika ada Alkitabnya, silakan buka. Don't look at your Instagram notifications. Lihat notifikasinya. Stay focused. Tetap fokus. All good. So John chapter 10. Yohanes 10. And we're going to start with verses 2 to 5. Kita mau baca dari ayat 2 sampai 5. And it says this, The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him and the sheep listen to his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes on ahead of him of them and his sheep follow him because they know his voice. And they will never follow a stranger. In fact, they will run away from him because they do not recognize a stranger's voice. Tetapi siapa yang masuk melalui pintu, ia adalah gembala domba. Untuk dia penjaga membuka pintu dan domba-domba mendengarkan suaranya. Dan ia memanggil domba-dombanya masing-masing menurut namanya dan menuntunnya keluar. Jika semua dombanya telah dibawa keluar, ia berjalan di depan mereka dan domba-domba itu mengikuti dia karena mereka mengenal suaranya. Tetapi seorang asing pasti tidak mereka ikuti, malahan mereka lari daripadanya karena suara orang-orang asing tidak mereka kenal. So when the Bible talks about things and teaches things, it's using real life examples. Jika Al- kita mengatakan dengan uh, sebuah contoh yang asli. Did you know that you could just call the sheep and it would come to you? I didn't realize. I grew up on a farm and I didn't even realize that was a thing. Apakah kita tahu kita bisa memanggil domba-domba hanya dengan berkata? So they didn't recognize the stranger's voice, but they knew the voice of the shepherd. Mereka enggak tahu suara orang asing, tapi mereka kenal suara penjaganya gembalanya. And it's our heart for you as your pastors, as your as the team here, that we want you to be able to recognize. 
who the shepherd's voice is, the good shepherd's voice. Sebagai hati kami sebagai pendeta dan tim yang ada di sini, kita bisa mendengarkan dan mengetahui suara Tuhan dalam kehidupan kita. Let's continue on this passage or in John chapter 10 and Mari, verse 7. Mari kita lanjutkan di Yohanes 10 ayat 7. Therefore Jesus said again, very truly I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who have come before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep have not listened to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. They will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes to only steal and destroy and kill. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. Maka kata Yesus sekali lagi, Aku berkata kepadamu, sesungguhnya akulah pintu ke domba-domba itu. Semua orang yang datang sebelum aku adalah pencuri dan perampok, dan domba-domba itu tidak mendengarkan mereka. Akulah pintu, barang siapa masuk melalui aku, ia akan selamat dan ia akan masuk dan keluar dan menemukan padang rumput. Pencuri datang hanya untuk mencuri dan membunuh dan membinasakan. Aku datang supaya mereka punya hidup dan mempunyai dalam segala kelimpahan. Akulah gembala yang baik, gembala yang baik memberikan nyawanya bagi domba-dombanya. So I love this. This passage makes it really clear that our shepherd is a good shepherd. Ayat Alkitab ini menjelaskan kalau penjaga kita, gembala kita adalah gembala yang baik. That he's not going to try and rob from us or steal from us or even to kill. Dia tidak akan mencuri atau membunuh kita. But he wants us to live life to the full and in abundance. Tapi dia memberikan hidup yang berkelimpahan. And we know that he's a good shepherd because he's laid down his life for us, his sheep. Kita tahu kalau dia adalah gembala yang baik karena ia mengorbankan nyawanya buat kita. And so I don't know if you know this, but sheep need feeding every day. Kita mungkin saudara nggak tahu, tapi domba memerlukan makanan setiap hari perlu diberi makan. They can spend up to seven hours eating, which that sounds like a great day, doesn't it? Just eating for seven hours. Although Mereka, not grass, that would be really boring. Mereka bisa makan tujuh jam dalam sehari. And sheep, they need a shepherd. Dan domba memerlukan seorang gembala. I don't know about you, but I haven't seen any like wild sheep just roaming around in the jungle parts on the way to Uluwatu or anything. There's no wild sheep just cruising around because they need a shepherd to survive. Kita nggak pernah, kita nggak pernah lihat uh, domba-domba berkeliaran seperti uh, biasanya di mana-mana. Karena so- domba-domba memerlukan seorang gembala. And I think it's a good illustration for us to realize actually we're like sheep. We need Jesus. We need our shepherd to survive to be able to go. Well in life. Ilustrasi yang bagus buat kita adalah sama seperti domba-domba yang memerlukan gembala, kita juga memerlukan gembala kita. Kita memerlukan Tuhan Yesus untuk di dalam kehidupan kita. And so just as we saw in that video, we want to be sheep that know the voice of the shepherd. Sama seperti yang video kita saksikan, kita mau menjadi domba yang tahu dan mendengar suara gembala kita. That he can lead us to the green pastures. Sehingga dia bisa memimpin kita kepada padang rumput hijau. And he can protect us and care for us. Dan juga memproteksi dan mengasihi kita. Okay, so how do we hear God's voice? Bagaimana cara kita mendengarkan suara Tuhan? What ways does He speak to us? Baik, uh, dengan cara apa Dia berbicara kepada kita? Well, the cool thing with God is He's not limited to just one way of speaking. Yang luar biasanya adalah Tuhan tidak uh, limited, tidak dibatasi hanya dengan satu cara saja. And it's kind of a little bit like being a mom. Sama seperti menjadi seorang ibu. Moms don't have to always use their voice to get the communicate what they're trying to say. Seorang ibu tidak hanya memerlukan suara saja untuk berbicara kepada anaknya. Like my mom, she just give me one look. She didn't have to say a word. One look and I knew I was in trouble. Mama saya, seperti mama saya, hanya dengan melihat saja saya tahu kalau saya sedang oh, ada di masalah. One look. Dengan cara melihat I saja. I know where I needed to go. Saya tahu ke mana saya harus pergi. For one gesture. Atau gestur, satu gestur saja. Any, any of those things. One gesture, no words, 
she could communicate quite well. Tidak perlu berkata, gestur aja. Saya tahu saya kemana saya harus pergi. And God's got many methods of communication as well. Sama seperti Tuhan, dia punya banyak metode bagaimana ia bisa berbicara. And we can see this all the way through the scriptures. Dan kita bisa lihat di ayat Alkitab. And so today we're going to talk about another three ways that we can hear God's voice. Kita bisa kita bakal melihat tiga cara bagaimana kita bisa mendengarkan suara Tuhan. Last week we talked about how God wants to speak to us through the scriptures. Kita minggu lalu kita berbicara kalau Tuhan mau berbicara melalui ayat Alkitab. And through the words of Jesus. Dan dengan perkataannya. And so these are the foundational ways that we hear from God. Ini adalah fondasi bagaimana kita bisa mendengarkan Tuhan. The ways that we're going to talk about today, we're going to know how oh, these are from God because they are in line with the scriptures. Apa yang kita katakan hari yang kita akan bicarakan kita tahu karena ini berasal dari Alkitab. And so whatever method God uses to speak to us, it always lines up with the scriptures and what he's already spoken to us in his word. Apapun yang akan Tuhan katakan itu berada di dalam ayat Alkitab. All right, the first method is visions and dreams. Metode pertama adalah visi dan juga mimpi. Can anyone think of someone a character in the Bible that God spoke to through a vision or a dream? Apakah saudara bisa tahu di ayat Alkitab siapa salah satu karakter yang mempunyai visi dan juga mimpi yang ber- daripada Tuhan? Jacob? Yes, Jacob had a dream. Yes. Yeah. Joseph? Joseph? Dreams? Yusuf? Yusuf, Yaku? Joseph? Different Joseph, not you. Different. <laughs> different Joseph. Although have you had a dream? Oh, mungkin. Madif, Madif. Yeah. yeah. Who else? Siapa lagi? Paulus? Paul, that's right. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Peter, Petrus, Peter had a vision. Stephen, oh yes, he had a vision to open heaven. Yes, yeah. Stephen, step up, guys. You guys all get gold stars. Well yeah. done. Wow, semuanya dapat well gold done. star. Good. So, what is the difference between a dream and a vision? Apa perbedaan mimpi dan juga visi? Apa bedanya? So, a dream happens when you're asleep. Mimpi vision, terjadi ketika kita tidur. A vision happens when you're awake. Visi ini ketika kita bangun atau lagi sadar. And it's a picture that God gives us in that moment to speak to us. Dan itu adalah gambaran yang Tuhan berikan kepada kita. And so sometimes people can have an open vision where they're just standing and they can see like a, a vision comes over the top of their natural sight. Ya, mungkin di beberapa orang ada visi yang terbuka ketika mereka sedang berdiri. Other people might see a picture. Beberapa orang melihat gambaran. Uh, other people might have vivid dreams that you know, oh yeah, that's from God. Ada juga yang tahu uh, mimpi, wow itu dari Tuhan. And God has given us sight, and He uses our sight to speak to us. Tuhan memberikan kita pandangan, penglihatan, dan itu cara Tuhan berbicara kepada kita. And so we want to just focus quickly on the Apostle Paul. He had this particular vision. Connected to what his steps were meant to be in God. Kita mau lihat contohnya dari Rasul Paulus. Acts chapter 16 verse 9-10. Di kisah para rasul, 16 ayat 9-10. It says, During the night, Paul had a vision of a man in Macedonia, standing and begging him, Come over to Macedonia and help us. After Paul had seen the vision, we got ready at once to leave for Macedonia, concluding that God had called us to preach the gospel to them. Pada malam harinya, tampaklah oleh Paulus suatu penglihatan. Ada seorang Makedonia berdiri di situ dan berseru kepadanya, katanya, Menyeberanglah kemari dan tolonglah kami. Setelah Paulus melihat penglihatan itu, segeralah kami mencari kesempatan untuk berangkat ke Makedonia. 
Karena dari penglihatan itu kami menarik kesimpulan bahwa Allah telah memanggil kami untuk memberitakan Injil kepada orang-orang di sana. And so God used this vision to direct Paul's steps where to go next. Tuhan memberikan visi ini kepada Paulus untuk mengarahkan kemana Paulus harus pergi selanjutnya. And the good news is is that God still uses visions and dreams to speak to us today. Dan hari ini Tuhan masih melakukan itu memberikan kita visi dan juga mimpi. It says in Acts chapter 2 verse 17 to 18, in the last days God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy, your young men will see visions, your old men will dream dreams. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days and they will prophesy. Di kisah para rasul 2 ayat 17 sampai 18 akan terjadi pada hari-hari terakhir demikianlah firman Allah bahwa aku akan mencurahkan rohku ke atas semua manusia maka anak-anakmu laki-laki dan perempuan akan berdubuat dan teruna-terunamu akan mendapatkan penglihatan-penglihatan dan orang-orangmu yang tua akan mendapatkan mimpi juga ke atas hamba-hambaku laki-laki dan perempuan akan kucurahkan rohku pada hari-hari itu dan mereka akan bernubuat And so what does this look like for our everyday life if we're thinking about how can God speak to us through visions and dreams? Bagaimana kelihatannya buat kita sehari-hari ketika Tuhan ber- berbicara melalui mimpi dan juga visi? Well, maybe it's when we spend time in prayer in the morning, we take time just to sit and to wait on God and to say, God, show me a picture. What do you want me to see? Ini mungkin bisa terjadi ketika kita mengambil waktu untuk berdoa dan kita berkata kepada Tuhan, Tuhan, apa yang kau mau lakukan dan katakan kepadaku hari ini? Another thing that you can do to practice this gift or way to hear God's voice is you could picture yourself maybe in a situation, let's say at work or maybe at university, and then you could picture Well, what would Jesus be doing whilst you're at university today? How can he guide you and lead you in that day? Atau saudara bisa memposisikan diri Anda ketika ada di sekolah ataupun di pekerjaan. Apa yang Tuhan mau lakukan kepada Anda ke dal- di dalam sekolah atau pekerjaan itu? He could also give you visions for your future. You might be still studying at school and be thinking, God, what do you want to do? Want me to do as a job, as a career for my future? Atau Tuhan memberikan visi ketika kita masih di bangku sekolah untuk masa depan kita, apa yang akan terjadi di karir kita dan juga kehidupan kita di masa depannya. You could take time just to sit and to wait on God and to ask him, can you give me a picture? What is it that you want me to do for my future? Kita bisa mengambil waktu, duduk dan berdoa, berdiam diri di hadirat Tuhan dan berkata, Tuhan, apa yang kau mau buat masa depan? And so as we take time just to listen in to see then God can speak to us through visions and dreams. Ketika kita mengambil waktu untuk duduk dan mendengarkan, maka Tuhan akan memberikan kita melalui mendengarkan kita dan berbicara kepada kita melalui visi dan juga mimpi. And that's why it's really important that we're also reading the scriptures at the same time so then we can check does that vision line up with what it says in the word of God. Dan juga penting bagi kita untuk membaca Alkitab untuk mengetahui apakah visi dan mimpi itu sejalan dengan apa yang dikatakan di Alkitab. Does that dream show me something that's in line with God's character and nature? Apakah mimpi itu sejalan dengan karakter dan juga nature-nya Tuhan? Because not all dreams are from God. Enggak semua mimpi daripada Tuhan. Those dreams where you're in a Korean movie and you're marrying the man that you want to and those things might not be from God. It might not be God saying that you're going to marry that person. Okay, yeah, I'm just sorry. It's going to line up with the scriptures. Contohnya adalah kita mimpi kalau kita ada di movie Korea dan juga kita menikahi orang yang kita mau. Or that dream where you get a phone call from Man United, the manager, and he says, look, we really desire your skills on our team. You are coming over to England right now. 
get on a plane. That dream might not be from God, okay? I mean, you might want it to be. Maybe it is. Maybe there is a certain standard here of skill. Right? And probably a little bit Atau, contohnya, kita ditelepon sama Man United. Aku mau rekrut kamu untuk jadi pemain sepak bola di aku. Kita baca dulu Alkitab. Apakah sejalan dengan itu? Okay, so we just got to, we've got to use discernment. We've got to use wisdom. Yeah. But God can still speak to us through the yeah. history. Kita pakai kebijaksanaan kita dan kita yakin Tuhan akan berbicara pada kita. Alright, the second way that God can speak to us is through a still small voice. Yang kedua adalah melalui tenang dan juga suara yang kecil. We're going to read from 1 Kings chapter 9. 19 verse 9 to 16. Raja Raja. And the word of the Lord came to him. What are you doing here, Elijah? So just to give you a little bit of context, Elijah had had this great victory, performed this amazing miracle, and he'd been threatened by a woman named Jezebel. And now he was running away and really super discouraged, so discouraged that he wanted to kill himself. Jadi Elia melakukan sebuah mujizat dan juga ada yang namanya Jezabel yang mau membunuh Elia saat itu. And so here God is speaking to Elijah to give him some encouragement in this dark and hard moment. Ya, jadi si, uh, Tuhan berbicara kepada Elia untuk memberikan kekuatan buat Elia. So the Lord says to him, what are you doing here, Elijah? He replied, I have been very zealous for the Lord God Almighty. The Israelites have rejected your covenant, torn down your altars, and put your prophets to death with the sword. I am the only one left, and now they are trying to kill me too. The Lord said, "Go out and stand on the mountain in the presence of the Lord, for the Lord is about to pass you by." Then a great and powerful wind tore the mountains apart and shattered the rocks before the Lord, but the Lord was not in the wind. After the wind there was an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake came a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire came a gentle whisper. When Elijah heard it, He pulled his cloak over his face, went out and stood at the mouth of the cave. Then a voice said to him, What are you doing here, Elijah? And he replied, I have been very zealous. This is the same thing you just said a second ago. Zealous for the Lord God Almighty. The Israelites have rejected your covenant, torn down your altars, put your prophets to death with the sword. I'm the only one left and now they're trying to kill me too. Then the Lord said to him, Go back the way you came, go to the desert of Damascus, When you get there, anoint Hazel, king over Aram, and also anoint Jahu, son of Nimsi, king over Israel, and anoint Elisha, son of Shaphat, from Abel, Menholha, to succeed you as prophet. Did you guys read it along as we were going? Apakah saudara membaca? Yeah. Sambil kita... All right, we might save some time. Yeah. You can, uh, if you need to, you can read that story on your own, but... Here we are. Elijah is in this very discouraged point. Jadi Elia lagi dalam masa keputusasaannya saat itu. And God meets him right there in that moment. Tuhan datang dan menghampiri dia saat itu. And he speaks to him. Dan dia berbicara kepada Elia. And sometimes we can think that we want God to come with a trumpet. Kadang kita pikir Tuhan bakal datang lewat suara trompet. Intan, this is a word from me, the Lord God. Intan, ini adalah suaraku kepadamu. Mary phrase already happened. Oh, sudah, yeah. sudah. Yes, phrase <laughs> was praying really hard for that one. We're expecting that maybe there might be an angel that appears before us. Kita berpikir mungkin ada malaikat yang datang menghampiri kita. Or a thunderclap. <laughs> Atau badai, kilat-kilat. Yeah, that would probably be a bit scary. I don't think I want that one. The yeah, angel maybe. Kilat-kilat. There was an earthquake. All of these things happened, but God wasn't speaking in the big moment. Tuhan gak berbicara di dalam momen yang besar. 
And sometimes we can think, oh, it's got to be when I'm at youth that God can speak to me. Atau kita berpikir, oh, mungkin waktu kita di youth Tuhan berbicara kepada kita. I've got to be at church, otherwise God can't can't speak. Atau di gereja. Kalau enggak gitu Tuhan enggak bisa berbicara kepada kita. But it was in the small still voice of God. Di dalam suara yang kecil di dalam hadirat yang tenang Tuhan berbicara kepada kita. In a gentle whisper. Dengan abisikan yang pelan that God spoke to Elijah. Tuhan berbicara kepada Elia. And he gives him really clear instructions as to what to do next. Dan dia memberikan instruksi yang jelas apa yang harus ia lakukan selanjutnya. Elijah was at a point where he didn't want to continue on in his life. Elia enggak mau melanjutkan hidup saat itu. But God gave him a purpose. Tapi Tuhan berikan tujuan. And he gave him those three things to do. This is what I want you to do. Dan Tuhan berikan tiga hal apa yang harus dia lakukan. And for each one of us, we don't have to wait until we're in a really dark place to hear the voice of God. Sebagai jemaat tu, kita enggak mau menunggu di mana kita di dalam momen terburuk atau uh, tergelap di dalam kehidupan kita. God has His still small voice that He's speaking out every day for us to be able to listen in and tune in to. Tuhan punya suaranya setiap hari yang tersedia buat kita. And God still speaks in that way to us. Dan Tuhan tetap masih berbicara melalui seperti itu kepada kita. Now, if you think about someone whispering gently. Coba kita bayangkan orang yang berbisik kepada kita. Do you think you're going to be able to hear that whisper in a loud room? Apakah kita bisa mendengarkannya di dalam uh, ruangan yang uh, suaranya keras? Be pretty tricky, wouldn't it? Agak susah, kan? Let's try it out now. Okay, so Fraser's got a word, a sentence that he's going to say to Intan. Intan's going to stay there. Okay, jadi ada contohnya nanti Fraser bakal berbicara kepada kita. But he's going to whisper it. Tapi dia bakal bisik-bisik. But I want you guys to make some noise. Saya mau Anda membuat suara. Okay, so just talk, 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 make lots of noise. Okay, can you whisper? Okay, all right. Now, I can. <laughs> Intan, you've tuned into his voice, but did you yeah. hear his voice? I didn't it's very hear. Hard. Yeah, it's so You're not allowed to look at his lips. I know you okay. probably understand there. But did you hear his voice? I couldn't hear it. I, I cannot hear, but I can see. <laughs> okay, yeah. Sorry, Fraser, but should have. Yeah, you shouldn't have mouthed it so intensely. It was quiet. Yeah, yeah. Go. Cool. All right. Now, phrase. Everyone's quiet. Can you just whisper those words? Oh. Not the long. Oh, that's not. Oh. So a tiny little whisper, and Intan could hear across the room what phrase is speaking. Padahal suaranya kecil, tapi saya bisa mendengarkan. Yeah, make sure you focus, Intan. Yeah, karena kita fokus, saya fokus dengar. But when there's noise, it's hard for us to hear the whisper, isn't it? Ketika ada suara, susah buat kita untuk mendengarkan bisikan itu. And so what can we do to change? If there's noise going on in life, we've got social media, we've got entertainment, we've got work and an annoying person there that's really noisy. What can we do to quieten down the noise so we can keep hearing God's whisper? Apa yang bisa kita lakukan untuk memelankan suara yang lain? Mungkin dalam pekerjaan, sosial media, atau hal-hal yang lain. What can we do? Apa yang kita bisa lakukan untuk lebih mendengarkan suara Tuhan? How about the distance between Fraser and Intan? Could that change things? Apakah uh, jarak antara Fraser dan saya bisa mengubahkannya? If Intan went to stand at the back right next to Fraser, do you want to go and do that, Intan? Kalau saya berdiri di sampingnya Fraser. Not you, Indra. You sit down, Intan. Oh. Indra bisa berdiri sama saya. <laughs> Indra's like, what's going on here? Nah, next to Fraser, next to Fraser. Fraser could sit and whisper whatever he likes to Intan. And the noise in the room is not going to bother them because she's got direct access to Fraser. Fraser, saya bisa mendengarkan suara Fraser secara jelas karena saya langsung terhubung dengan dia. So you can say something, anything you like, Fraser. We won't know. We will never know. Yeah, dia bisa berkata apa aja. 
So you see that the proximity, the closeness that Intan has to Fraser means that she can hear, even if there's lots of noise going on in the room, that whisper is still coming through clearly. Yeah, melalui jarak dan kedekatan, saya bisa mendengar secara langsung apa yang Fraser katakan. And so then you get to a point of sensitivity that the voice gets stronger, it gets more clear, even though it's still a whisper, it's like, yeah, I know that whisper. That's my God. That's God saying, yeah, you need to do this. Dan akhirnya kita mengenal suara itu secara sensitif. Oh, itu Tuhan saya, dan itu suaranya. And so this is why we're saying let's read the Bible every day. Let's pray because it's like we're we're making the commitment to go really close to God. So I'm going to be close to you so I want to hear your voice. Itulah mengapa kita menguatkan saudara untuk membaca Alkitab sehingga kita bisa lebih dekat dengan Tuhan dan tahu apa yang dia katakan. Even if there's lots of noise going on in the, in my life, it's like the noise gets turned down when we go oh, Jesus, I want to hear your voice. God speak to me. Walaupun banyak suara di dalam kehidupan kita, tapi kalau kita memprioritaskan itu melalui kedekatan dengan Tuhan, suara itu akan dipelankan. So yeah, we want to turn down those voices and stay close to Jesus. Kita mau pelankan suara yang di dalam kehidupan kita dan mendengarkan suara Tuhan. All right, so God speaks to us in that still small voice. Tuhan berbicara kepada kita dengan suara yang pelan dan kecil. And so what could that look like in everyday life? Bagaimana kelihatannya di kehidupan kita sehari-hari? He can speak to you when you're at the market buying your groceries. Tuhan bisa berbicara kepada kita ketika kita belanja ke pasar. He can speak to you when you're at school or university. Berbicara kepada kita ketika kita di tempat kuliah atau di sekolah. He can whisper, "Hey, can you just go and encourage that person?" Dia bisa berbisik dan bilang, "Kuatkan orang tersebut." He could whisper, "Why don't you pray for that person that's unwell?" Kenapa kamu enggak berdoa buat orang yang ada di sana? Thanks Annabelle for supporting your mom's preaching. I appreciate that little encouragement. He could direct us to sort of do a certain thing maybe it's something to do with our work in our studies whatever it might be we're just going to be listening for his voice Tuhan bisa mengarahkan kita melalui suaranya and God also speaks us to warn us if there's a temptation that's there he's like get away from that don't go there don't look at that ya Tuhan juga bisa mewanti-wanti berbicara untuk mewanti-wanti kita jangan ke sana jangan melakukan itu And so God is there speaking to us, guiding us because he wants us to live life to the full. Tuhan ada dan berbicara kepada kita supaya kita bisa mengalami kehidupan yang berkelimpahan. He wants to protect us and keep us safe. Dia mau memproteksi kita dan menjagai kita. Alrighty. Well, the last way that God we're going to talk today about is that God can speak to us is creation. Through dan, creation. Dan yang ketiga adalah Tuhan bisa berbicara kepada kita melalui ciptaannya. Romans 1 verse 20 says, For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, His eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made, so that people are without excuse. Di Roma 1 ayat 20, Sebab apa yang tidak nampak daripadanya, yaitu kekuatannya yang kekal dan keilahiannya, dapat nampak kepada pikiran dari karya-karyanya sejak dunia diciptakan, sehingga mereka tidak dapat berdalih. And Psalm 19 verse 1 says, The heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the work of His hands. Masmur 19 ayat 1, Langit menceritakan kemuliaan Allah, dan cakrawala memberitakan pekerjaan tangannya. And so God can speak to us through creation. Tuhan dapat berbicara kepada kita melalui ciptaannya. Has anyone ever seen a beautiful scenery? So maybe you've climbed Mount Batur, or you're going out surfing, and you're at Belangan, and you're like, wow, the waves are really good, and... The lights coming through the wave and it looks golden and amazing. Like, have you ever been moved in a moment like that? Apakah kita pernah tergerakkan melalui pemandangan indah yang pernah kita lihat? Mungkin sunset atau pegunungan atau uh, di laut. And so this is because creation reveals the creator. 
Karena uh, ciptaannya merupakan saksi dari apa yang Tuhan lakukan. And God can speak to us through creation. Tuhan bisa berbicara kepada kita melalui ciptaannya. There's a famous story in the Bible about a man who was riding a donkey. Jadi ada cerita di dalam Alkitab uh, seorang laki-laki mengendarai uh, donkey ya, apa donkey pas? Keledai. And the man's name was Balaam and he was going in a certain direction and the donkey stopped him three times from going in this particular way. They were on a going through a pathway where there was a wall on this side and a wall on this side and the donkey kept knocking him into that wall and stopping him from being able to go forward. Jadi keledainya ini berusaha untuk menghentikan dia dengan cara menstop ketika disuruh berangkat lebih jauh. And the donkey speaks to him, which is that's amazing, isn't it? Dan akhirnya keledai itu berbicara kepada dia. And he said he says, "Why are you why are you treating me this way?" Because Balaam got upset. He's like, "Donkey, what are you doing?" Karena Balaam marah, dia si keledai ini berbicara, "Kenapa kau melakukan ini kepadaku?" And actually what had happened was there there was an angel of the Lord ahead of them and the donkey was stopping them from being getting taken out by this angel of the Lord. Apa yang terjadi adalah si keledai ini berusaha untuk menstop si Balaam pergi ke sana karena ada malaikat. Kalau ke, saat itu ketemu malaikat maka nyawanya akan diambil. And so God might use a donkey to speak to you. I don't know if there's donkeys here. I don't think I've seen a donkey. Tuhan mungkin berbicara melalui Uh, keledai itu kepada kita. Maybe the horse on Jimbaran Beach, like if you go for a walk. Ada kuda dari Jimbaran. Dengar-dengar, siap. Let's speak. And so this kind of seems a bit weird. Like, Rach, why are you mentioning this? Well, actually, I had this unusual situation happen when I was in America in 2019. Jadi ada situasi di mana ketika saya di Amerika di 2019. And there's a particular dog called an Australian Shepherd. Jadi ada namanya... Uh, anjing saat itu yang namanya Australian Shepherd. Now I'm not a massive dog fan. Well, I'm not a dog fan. Not even a ma- not even a small dog fan. Not even really a dog fan at all. Because I just didn't grow up with pets. I'm sorry if you're a dog lover. I really love you. And please, can we still be friends? Jadi pasal Rachel bukan yang orang yang benar-benar suka sama hewan peliharaan. And so I don't know much about dogs. I probably know about four different breeds of dogs. Ya, jadi pasal Rachel nggak benar-benar tahu bagaimana apa aja jenis-jenis anjing. But this particular dog is quite unique in the way that it looks. Jadi anjing ini kelihatannya sangat unik. And also you have these really special eyes. Often one is a different color than the other. Dan biasanya matanya berbeda. Satu warna beda, satu warnanya beda. And so as I'm traveling around America, I was there for six weeks. I kept seeing this particular dog, an Australian Shepherd. Jadi waktu saya ada di Amerika selama enam minggu, saya terus melihat anjing ini. And so at least five or six times, it didn't matter where I was in the country, it, it was like these dogs kept turning up all the time. Jadi da, setiap hari entah kemanapun, selalu aja ketemu. And so I went to the Grand Canyon, and you, I wouldn't think you're allowed to have dogs at the Grand Canyon, but there was, and one of the dogs that I saw, pretty much the only dog I saw was an Australian Shepherd. Jadi waktu saya ke Grand Canyon, saya juga ngeliat anjing ini. Now at the time, I didn't think much of it. Because I was like, oh, it's a dog. Yay. Oh, nice. That's a yeah, dog. That's a... And then I kept seeing that I went to a place called Pennsylvania and we went into this random skate shop. This is in a skate shop. And they had a pet dog and it was an Australian Shepherd. Jadi waktu saya nggak tahu kenapa itu terjadi. Dan waktu saya ke toko di skateboard, saya lihat sama dengan anjing yang jenis yang sama ada di sana. And then I was walking this one here is a little bit of a quick shot because I was like, there's another one of those dogs. And then I took a photo. This is in Brooklyn, which is in New York. That um, is just randomly walking. And so it was like, God, what, what, why am I seeing this Australian sheep shepherd dog everywhere I go? 
Jadi pas Rachel bertanya Tuhan, kenapa saya terus melihat anjing Australian Shepherd ini? And I'd been in a course when I was there, and the whole course was about hearing God's voice more. Jadi ketika yang saat itu saya berada di sebuah sesi dan sesinya tentang mendengarkan suara Tuhan lebih lagi. And I feel God say, this is not a coincidence, Rach. This is just another way for me to speak to you. Like there's something I want to share with you regarding this particular dog. Jadi Tuhan mau bilang ini bukan suatu hal yang enggak apa enggak enggak direncanakan. Ini apa yang saya mau katakan buat kamu. And so I searched qualities of an Australian sheepdog. Jadi saya cari di Google kualitas dari uh, shepherd anjing shepherd Australia. And also its name Australian, which I'm Australian, and shepherd I'm a pastor, so then I was like, yeah. oh, hang on a Jadi Jadi waktu itu Pastor Rachel berpikir, oh saya orang Australia dan saya juga seorang pendeta. And so then I looked at the qualities. I was like, man, there's a lot of those things are similar to what what I I kind of have as qualities in my own life. And I was like, it was just another way, just a random way that God was like, Rach, I've called you to be a pastor. I've called you to do this. You know, it was just another way to affirm what God had already spoken to me about. Jadi pas saya lihat kualitas uh, daripada anjing siapat ini, saya lihat juga, oh ini yang saya miliki dan Tuhan menge memberikan uh, sebuah ke, apa namanya se- konfirmasi apa yang saya harus lakukan. And so God can use creation to speak to us. Tuhan bisa me- berkata melalui ciptaannya. And so God is wanting to speak to you. Dan Tuhan mau berbicara kepada kita. To guide you, to lead you. Untuk memimpin kita. And he has visions and dreams. Dia mempunyai mimpi dan juga visi. He has his still small voice. Dia mempunyai suaranya. And he has creation that he's going to use to speak to you. Dan dia punya ciptaannya untuk berbicara kepada kita. Thanks so much for joining us today on this podcast. We hope you are inspired with this message. For more information about our church and our program, please visit c3thebookit.com.